Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello, baby! You know what it time it is. It is time to rock, and this is the podcast that always rock, and the podcast will rock. That is right. We are the show that dives into each track by one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, Van Halen. I am one of your co-hosts, Mark Kamire. Join with me, as always, Corey Morissette. Corey, how are you doing? I, I am warm and, and dry at the moment. I, I can't say the same for, for outside. We're right we're now where I live uh, in Saskatchewan, which is a province in Canada, uh, we are getting hit with a massive winter snowstorm. So uh, winds are over 60 miles an hour. That's over 100 kilometers an hour. Uh, snow, uh, there's no visibility be, be, because of the wind. It's just absolutely crazy. So I'm happy to be here, happy to be inside, happy to have power. Uh, if for some reason you lose me, it's because we lost power. But you might even actually hear the wind uh, coming through my microphone here. It is that strong. <laughs> this potentially might be an episode where we record it multiple times, uh, depending on how things go. But we could not be uh, from more separate parts of the world because it's just it's just now starting to feel like uh, the autumn season over here in uh, in the southern United States. So. Uh, you know, more more power to to you uh, for just you know living up to the name, the Great White North up there, <laughs> because it, it hits you uh, at least relatively early. But at least, I mean, what do I know, right? I'm from down here. You're from up there. Crazy stuff. But as long as you're warm, as long as you're safe, everything is all good. Um, you and I should switch uh, for for a change. You come up to Canada and try and survive a Canadian winter. I'd love to be uh, down south. Hey, uh, I enjoy a, a Southern American uh, winter. I don't need tempt me with a good time, man. I've I've been trying to get up to Canada for a while now. I've just never had the uh, legitimate excuse to get up there, other than the usual things, which you know, uh, uh, 
baked goods, uh, all the maple syrup I could possibly want, and uh, this little tiny place called uh, Tim Hortons that everyone uh, from your part of the world just keeps raving about. Um, apparently, I haven't lived until I've had a Tim Hortons coffee, so that's on the that's on the agenda one day. So one day I'll I'll make my way up there. Uh, but so let's uh let's before we get into the show, let's just sort of uh you know let's get all loosey goosey. Uh, how was your weekend? You know, I had a good weekend. Uh, my parents celebrated their fiftieth wedding anniversary uh, this weekend. Congrats, yeah, yeah. They they live in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. So uh, uh, my brother and sister and my family, we all met up in Moose Jaw, and we did something cool. Uh, I don't know if you know this, Mark, but uh, Moose Jaw is known as Little Chicago because in the time of Prohibition, Al Capone used to run booze out of Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. There's a rail line that connects Chicago with Moose Jaw. And so he actually constructed a bunch of underground tunnels under the city of Moose Jaw. And we went on a tour of those tunnels. It's called the Tunnels of Moose Jaw. And we got to see how the rum runners used to run booze uh, out of Moose Jaw uh, through these tunnels uh, and then onto a rail line called the Sioux Line and down to Chicago. So it was really interesting. I, If I ever knew that, it must have been in passing from a story maybe Kevin Smith was talking about uh, at one point. Um, but no, I did not know that. That's very, very cool. Very interesting. Um, yeah. So well, there's there something cool for you to do when you it, come to that, Canada. I'll take it exactly, through the tunnels. That's exactly what I was going to say. Now now we got something to do. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. Mine was just pretty chill. Just uh, we have a trip coming up uh, this next weekend uh, to to Houston, Texas, um, of all places. But uh, we decided to uh, take it easy this weekend. So just chilling. Not a lot going on. How did the big move go? It is still in transition. Uh, we but I've got most of my stuff moved over uh, it, into the new house. Uh, well, not newer place for me it's a it's a it's been up for a while uh but uh the big stuff the uh furniture hauling and and what have you that's that's still uh that's gonna like be a, a couple more weeks um just too busy with with my day job and everything else and then you know the weekends are for that's the last thing i want to do on the weekends is, is move heavy furniture uh but It'll get done eventually, and eventually this my studio setup will be will be better, and uh, and, and then that'll be it for the foreseeable future. So, now you said you're planning uh, a trip to Houston. Uh, yeah. I, I know a fella from uh, New Brothels, Texas. Are you going to be running into him by any chance? As a matter of fact, we are. Um, okay. We are we are absolutely going to do that. I cannot wait to uh, to meet that guy in person. Um, and yeah, I, I anticipate a very, very fun time. It's going to be a quick trip, but a fun one and a, a much needed getaway. Let's put it that way. Uh, I'm, I'm jealous. Uh, we're, we're talking about our mutual friend, Jeff Saunders, uh, known uh, in the podcasting world as Hillbilly Scribs. Uh, I, I guarantee he's going to show you a good time. I've been listening to uh, his last couple of shows uh, going through uh, a, kind of an Oktoberfest uh, deal in new brothels. So uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure Jeff is going to show you and your lady friend a, a hell of a good time. Yeah. He, uh, that's, that's sort of his, uh, that's his yearly thing. That's, that's sort of, that's his Disney world, so to speak, uh, <laughs> where he just goes complete ham. Um, I wish, I wish the, the weekends we were going to be there uh, correlated with that because that would have been just a spectacular time for it all. But regardless, yes, it's going to be a good time seeing him. It's going to be a good time at the, uh, the show we're going to, uh, 
we are going to a show uh, by a group called The Midnight. I don't know if you know The Midnight. They, no, I don't. They are a band that they basically do a modern retro synth wave. Uh, if you were to listen to them, you would go, wow, this sounds very 80s, and that is by design. Uh, Ooh, I like whole, 80s. Yeah, their whole aesthetic, the, the, the sound of their music, very much uh, in vain of the synth wave of the 80s. Um, they just lean into it so hard, and it's they they bring it they bring it together in such a modern way that it's not cheesy and even if it is cheesy it's a good cheese like it's a cheese you want to keep eating um and so it, the closest show they were coming here that wasn't sold out is over in, in Houston so we just we jumped on that as soon as we could so we're going to go see them and uh we're going to see our buddy and we are going to have a great time i think so that's uh, yeah I can't wait to get a full report from you uh, on an upcoming show on, on your trip to Houston. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah. Full report will, will come in handy. So, but uh, speaking of music from the eighties, uh, this band Van Halen that we've been talking about for the last couple episodes, uh, they have quite a few songs from the eighties. And I just wonder if we're going to hear one of those songs tonight. I, I, de- I dearly hope so. We've had two tracks, both from the first album. So, uh, and of course, it's all random. We have a wheel. And actually, Mark, I was thinking we should maybe name the wheel. Uh, you know, th- this, this is a pretty Ooh. impressive uh, wheel we've created here. I know you called it the Wheel of Rock in one show, and that's pretty good. But is there something maybe Van Halen-esque that we could name the wheel? That's something that, to think about for upcoming. Yeah, years. we have to yeah, really think about the, or like the Panama wheel or the uh, mm-hmm. something something of that nature. Yes, yes, absolutely. Awesome. Well, yeah, we, we have the wheel. We have 117 tracks left on it. I realized uh, yeah, the other day that we were actually missing a track, so I put it on there. Uh, a, a Political Blues uh, from uh, OU812 is missing, which isn't a great song. It, I'm actually kind of sad <laughs> I had to add it, uh, but, but it's back on there. Uh, so if you're ready, sir, we're going to give it a couple of shuffles here. Wouldn't that be and ironic if, if you did it? That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> And you know, uh, I, I say give us a give us a Sammy song. We've had two Daves. Uh, time for a Sammy. Uh, speaking yeah, of Sammy, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll 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 throw it to him uh, to get us going here. Here we go. Oh oh oh! This is going to be a good one. This is going to oh. be a good one. Oh, got it bad. It's hot for teacher, 1984. Now, oh, if, awesome. if, if you don't know this song, but I mean, it, it put a, put away all of uh, Van Halen's, uh, uh, you know, their deep tracks or whatever uh, songs you might know, you might come across and go, oh right, that's Van Halen. You gotta know Hot for Teacher. Oh, absolutely. This is one of the uh, absolute classics uh, from 1984. Uh, they're probably most uh, well-known, certainly well-known uh, Dave uh, album. Uh, oh, yeah. I, it's ironic, ironic, too. I was just finishing up um, the, the Noel, uh, oh, I can't remember his, his last name. He's the former manager of Van Halen. He started uh, right after Van Halen 2 and managed the band right through 1984. And he talked about this era in Van Halen history about how they were on the road so much and had to turn out album after album. They kept putting covers on because they couldn't write enough material because that, that was the way you did things at the time. And after um, Diver Down, which was kind of a, a throwaway album they, they, they kind of did because a Pretty Woman hit, they, uh, Eddie kind of holed himself away and just started working on 1984. And the band was very fractured 
uh, at, at this point. Dave uh, obviously was thinking about his solo career. Actually, it was during the tour for 1984 that he started playing the band uh, California Girls, which would be on his EP, uh, Crazy from the Heat, the, the following year. So he was already thinking about cheesy lounge singer type stuff. Uh, they, were, were, they took away Michael Anthony's like rights uh, to all the, well, they, they took away his rights uh, from 1984 on. So they actually went retroactively back and took away his songwriting uh, rights because he didn't write any of the songs, but he was getting a one quarter share. Uh, so the band actually stripped that from him from 1984, which was their uh, highest selling album at the time. So a very fractured band, but a very classic album. So it's really kind of interesting how, uh, you know, a, a lot of a lot of turmoil uh, internally led to arguably maybe their best album. Yeah, uh, that's a Noel E. Monk, I believe is the guy's name. Um, yes, the, the former manager. Yeah, uh, yeah, kind of ironic. You find uh, you you find the the gem within the uh, the rubble within the chaos. Uh, there's there's something there. Um, sometimes this happens. The, you find that I find this happens in a lot of uh, a lot of metal bands in particular, and maybe it's just because there's just. Uh, by the nature of metal itself or rock, let's say rock and metal, uh, dudes get angry. Uh, dudes get angry at themselves. Sometimes they're mu- it reflects in the music. So a lot of times, uh, if you're looking for an album from a particular band and it's it sounds a particular way, it's a reflection of where the band is. So it's it's really funny that you say you say all that how how fractured they were. Uh, for this album and yet this album features uh the number one song that this band has is known for uh and it's not hot for teacher unfortunately although hot for teacher is most certainly i think uh in the argument for uh uh uh, almost as uh popular but uh by far their most popular song is on this album so you would think that the band would be in their songwriting groove they'd be in a good spot if coming up with material like this but as you say perhaps not and it's just uh it's just kind of, it's really interesting it's really interesting to hear that yeah actually uh hot for teacher only peaked at number 56 uh, on the u.s charge so uh, yeah c- kind of surprising I-, I think uh more known for its video which i think maybe ushered a lot of young uh boys into manhood uh, if you remember how that video went back in 1984. I don't know that I've seen the video. If I have, then it must have been a long, long time ago. I can imagine, just based on how the song goes, because I'm very familiar with this song, uh, I can imagine what the video probably looks like. <laughs> oh, it, it features a lot of uh, scantily clad uh, uh, teachers uh, in, in bikinis and stuff. It features uh, the four members of the band uh, trying to do a, a dance routine in maroon wedding style tuxedos uh and it, it's most notably because alex van halen has for a drummer has zero rhythm like he danced horribly uh so you want to watch the video for the gratuitous uh, 80s uh, tna and for alex van halen attempting to dance so there, there's your two reasons to, to get that on youtube after the show here some guys just can't have it all you know what, what are you gonna do you know you, you take the good <laughs> with the bad absolutely so uh yeah, uh, the songwriting is credited to all four members, even though Michael Anthony uh, and Alex Van Halen, as far as I know, didn't really do a lot of the writing in Van Halen. Mm-hmm. It's basically Eddie Van Halen doing all the music, David Lee Roth uh, doing all the lyrics, which th- this certainly sounds like a, a David Lee Roth uh, penned uh, lyrical composition 
uh, produced by Ted Templeman, who did all their albums uh, up through 1984. Uh, it's still a staple. Uh, you know, I think uh, this is, I, I'm trying to think if Sammy ever did Hot for Teacher or not. I know he did like Panama and he did Jump reluctantly. Uh, I'm not sure if he ever did Hot for <laughs> Teacher, but once Dave came back into the fold uh, in 2012 on their kind of reunion tours, uh, they, they did Hot for Teacher every night. This is, a, uh, you know, one of the more popular tracks, even though it wasn't a big hit uh, in Van Halen's uh, arsenal. Uh, so what do you say? Why don't we give a listen to Hot for Teacher? Absolutely. Let's let's hear uh, old Alex Van Halen just kick it off with this uh, this incredible drum solo, or the fill rather. <laughs> That's actually uh, four bass drums, uh, mm-hmm. uh, right right off the hop here. And uh, you know, I, I'm I'm not really a, a musician. Uh, this is where we got Mark here to fill us in here. Maybe tell us a little bit about how uh, you know that 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 uh, with the four bass drums uh, and the double bass drumming, uh, how that kind of works. Well, I mean, it's a kick drum, so you know he's just uh, he's kicking it in this particular rhythm. I, you know, I'm not going to pretend to be uh, the uh, drum connoisseur, but uh, you know, and not to bore anyone with uh, certain details, but yeah, it's just a lot of kicks. He's kicking it into rhythm. Uh, it sounds as if he's trying to uh, emulate uh, the starting of a motorcycle engine, perhaps. Uh, that's that's the vibe it gives off. I'm pretty sure that's probably what he was going for. Um, and then, you know, he comes in with the, uh, with the ride and the hi-hats and uh, a little, a little snare, a little jazzy. It's kind of jazzy when he, uh, when he starts to really play the full set. Um, which is interesting because up until now, at least, uh, to my recollection, I don't know that, uh, Alex really sort of went off like that in, uh, other tracks, certainly not the tracks we talked about. Um, no, everything from Van Halen one was quite reserved. Yeah, now, yeah. Uh, the 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 four bass drums was that something he had to double? Like he did two and then two and, and they doubled it up, or did he do all four live? I would I, I would assume uh, his setup. I've for a band like this, they're they're an arena band, and a lot of times, uh, I don't know, it probably never started with Alex, but the drummers usually have a whole s- set. Uh, uh, that's just like multiple pieces, probably more more pieces than necessary uh, for the drums. Um, so we're probably looking at he's got two kick drums there for his double, whereas you know these days they actually the pedals that they make for your bass drums, uh, you can get them your double bass pedals. They get they come in like with two mallets, so oh. you don't have to have two actual you know big kick drums uh, but with these arena rock bands you always see two kick drums uh neil Peart, uh god rest him he uh uh he had two he had a whole he was surrounded by his drum set but the difference between neil and a lot of other arena rock drummers is neil used every single piece <laughs> uh every single piece i defy you to show me a piece he didn't use um with alex i have to assume if he had that set up uh he probably he might have had four kick drums itself and then just was just using like one mallet a piece. Um, okay. 
but I don't, again, I don't, I would have to see what he did. What it sounds like that's what he's doing. Awesome. Well, like you mentioned, it's a very iconic way to start a song. And I remember uh, Howard Stern for one uh, calls it one of the greatest intros to any song ever. He, he's a big fan of hot for teacher and a big fan of that intro. So I would uh, agree let, with him. Let, let's keep it going. I think uh, his brother, Eddie is coming in here now with a little guitar work. So you know, there, there's our first verse. Really, uh, your thoughts on uh, on Mr. Lee Roth and how he came in there? Well, I mean, he's uh, just total ham uh, for this for this song. I, again, this is probably another one where was uh, I, we have this song. It sounds pretty rocking. We don't have any lyrics for it. What do you got, Dave? Like, I got nothing, man. I, I don't. I don't know. It's just like, okay. Well, how does it make you feel? <laughs> it's like, you know, <laughs> it makes me it makes me feel like, uh, you know, I'm uh, uh I'm in school and uh, I'm wanna, I wanna ditch and I wanna like get a get a load of, of my hot teacher. Like, oh, okay. Just write that. Just just write a song about how you wanna fawn over your attractive teacher. No problem. Yeah. I, I think that's everything that every young male can kind of uh, relate to. Uh, I don't know. I never like, really had very many uh, attractive teachers in my day, so I no? so perhaps I don't know. I had a, uh, like maybe in college, but in high school, not so much. <laughs> uh, lyrics like maybe I should go to hell, but I am doing well. Teacher needs to see me after school. That's a that that, that pretty much sums it up. I a <laughs> little more involved maybe than a song like On Fire, which we had last week. Uh, or even running with the devil, like uh, you know, this song definitely has a theme. Uh, and, oh yeah, and he's going to ride it to the end. Uh, yeah, no, there's definitely a theme. It's like I said, maybe, uh, maybe he uh, once he got, once he was okay with the idea of, uh, was like, yeah, do a song where you're uh, you're falling for your your hot teacher, or all that jazz. It's like, oh, okay, cool. And then he like started really finding his stride. Like, oh, okay, here we go. I'll say this, and I'll say this, and before you know it, you got a you got a verse, you got a chorus, and, and uh, this once again, um, I won't say is a, a less is more situation. I actually think he uh, he did it right this time around with his with his chorus that we're going to come up on um and he just he just kept it simple while also providing uh sort of uh some melodic uh uh varying uh you know variances and all, all that jazz but uh yeah there's there's definitely a theme and i think honestly they just wanted to do a song that sounded fun and and in their minds it's like 
what's more fun than uh, having the hots for your uh, your teacher? Oh, I don't know. Let's 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 see what that sounds like. Yeah, let's see what that sounds like here. I just love the the spoken word uh, set section of the song. Like I brought my pencil, <laughs> <laughs> and then the next line, give me something to write on, man. Like it's classic David Lee Roth. Uh, maybe there's a double entendre there. I brought my pencil. I don't know. What do you think? I think there's no song he's ever done is not a double entendre. <laughs> um, that's just, let's just get that out of the way. Clearly listening to the song, uh, I mean, even now, but uh, it just, it sounded like Eddie and uh, and Alex both had this riff and uh, they didn't know what to do with it. This is like, this is just us riffing. This is just us jamming. Uh, what have you got? And and somewhere along along the way, uh, uh, Dave was able to fit in. I've got it bad. I've got it bad. I'm hot for teacher. Like I, it almost seems like maybe that. I take it back. What I said earlier. I think maybe that's where it started. It's like it sounds like this. Oh, okay, I can work with that. It starts with this one line that I've got it. I've got it bad. I'm hot for teacher. It's like any of you guys ever been hot for your teacher? Probably not as much as you, Dave. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna write about it. Here we go. Let's just uh let's do that. Let's let's give the schoolboys uh what an anthem for them. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It's an anthem for the schoolboys, as weird as that sounds. And you know what? Uh, Judging by uh, Noel Monk's book, uh, Dave is hot for everything. Uh, Man, woman, chicken, I don't think it really much mattered uh, for Dave in the 1980s. No. Uh, so uh, let, let, let's go back here and uh, give a listen. Give me something to write on, That I 
All right, now, no, just before we go into the guitar solo, I want to talk a little bit about, about Alex because yeah. uh, Alex is described uh, in a lot of circles as being a competent drummer. Uh, good, not great. Uh, and the, the first two tracks we heard didn't have a lot of Alex. Uh, I don't think Alex kind of stands out in this track. This is very much a showcase, I think, for his drumming. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I get the whole competent angle, uh, but him and Michael Anthony just lock in so well together that, uh, you know, and that's really all you need from kind of your bass and your drums, isn't it? I think he understands what the uh, the drums are supposed to be, uh, just like Michael understands what the bass is supposed to be. Both of them are the foundation. Uh, and if you don't have a solid foundation, the structure crumbles. Uh, and so, yeah, you don't ha- you don't have to be a showy drummer. I think that's that's always been Alex's strength. There was a time, I'll admit, years ago, there was a time where I thought, yeah, I love Van Halen, and I think Al- uh, I think Eddie is is the the greatest. But why is Alex kind of sucks so bad as a drummer? And I I completely revoked that sentiment. I was I was but a child. Don't don't judge me, please. Um, <laughs> but no, I I realize now it's like no, it's not it's not that he was bad. It's not that he's not bad at all. He is doing the job he's supposed to do. He's not trying to uh, steal the show. Um, he's letting, he's, he's like, that's Eddie's thing. I'm gonna let Eddie be showy because Eddie can be showy. He can do all that. I just have to make sure I come in on time and also not for nothing, make sure that, uh, you know, the other boys by that, he means probably Eddie and Dave, like make sure they know when to come in and that we, uh, once they go off the rails, Hey, we're getting back into rhythm. Here we are. Come on, you guys, you know, like, cause Michael can only do so much by himself. This is like, no, Alex, we need you. Help us out. Um, yeah, I, 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 but this one is most especially a song, uh, and I really can't think of any more. There probably are, and we'll go through them. But offhand, I can't think of any other ones where Alex gets to show out. This is definitely one of them. And I think that's maybe why I appreciate it a little more, because it made me eat my words from so many years ago. It's like, well, he's more than... Uh, uh, a competent drummer. I, I agree with that. He is he is a solid drummer, and he's letting himself be a bit showy. Him and him and Eddie both are are being showy. And he's, he's like, oh, let me have a little fun for once. Just one. Give me one song where I can have some fun. He's like, okay, go ahead. And, and yeah. uh, with all that said, now we're going to get a very showy uh, guitar solo from Mr. Edward Van Halen. Because you can't be. More showy than Eddie. He's not going to let you do that. (laughs) All right, Alex is going to bust out the uh, four bass drums for the intro. Well, listen to this. Your thoughts on that solo, sir? You, you know what that sounds like to me? It's like 
Alex says, you get to be showy all the time, bro. Let me let me do my thing. And and then we get to a, the moment of the solo. And he's like, okay, take a step back. Here I go. And I think this one time, Alex said, no, let's see if you can keep up. <laughs> and he's like, you you know that I can. But he's like, okay, let's so it just that to me sounded like a competition of like Alex is gonna keep his uh, sort of his jazz rhythm going. And Eddie's just got to play on top of it, even when he switches it up. They do it. He does a little uh, 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 off-tempo switch, and and Eddie's not falling for it. So you know, kudos to both of them. And I can only, I have to imagine that once they were done recording that, at least, or the first time they played it, Eddie always had this very uh, uh, this this uh, this familiar grin he had this trademark grin always grinning on stage and playing whatever i have to imagine he him and uh alex probably both just grinned at each other in that same way going like haha got you i got you um but that's what it sounds like to me and it's just it's once again it's showy but it's showy in the van halen sense that it's showy and it's just it's fun it's delightful i love it little sibling rivalry you gotta like it all right well let, let's take it to the end of the song here That's that's my favorite line in the whole in the whole song. It's like I don't feel tardy <laughs> because I have used that excuse before. <laughs> it's like Mark, you're tardy. It's like I don't feel tardy. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm on time. I'm just not on your time. <laughs> Good call. One of my favorite lines as well. god is right because that that song just kicks it just kicks and it doesn't stop kicking it's man it, it, it's everything you love about van halen and you know just under four minutes yeah that's the funny part about it is like that that song could have easily gone uh just eddie and uh and alex's stuff alone probably could have gone another uh two and a half minutes just of them trying to be showy and show off, uh, show one of the others out. Luckily. I really like that. I like that perspective of, of the sibling rivalry because there was quite a, you know, they're brothers, right? And yeah. if you have brothers, you, you know what it's like and you, you fight at times and they certainly fought at times. And that's some more great stories in the old monk book that I just finished uh, called running with the devil. I highly recommend it. Uh, so yeah, you know, th this is their what fifth album or something like that, you know, 1984, they've been in, you know, doing this for, you know, five years at that point, six years, I guess, uh, recording and, and, and touring is Van Halen. Uh, you know, there, there's bound to be a little sibling rivalry. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of like that dynamic in the song because you, you kind of hear it. And, and, and that's really interesting. 
it would be really weird because they're they're not they're certainly not the first uh, siblings to be in a band together, and they are definitely not uh, going to be the last. But uh, uh, sibling rivalries happen, and especially when you put a uh, when you get together in a, a setting like a band, because you're going to be fighting with with everybody eventually at some point you're going to fight with everyone because it's just you, you spend so much time around one another and eventually you're going to clash um and with siblings even if they had a really tight relationship they're still going to have arguments and now a band is a business so they're certainly going to have disagreements they're certainly going to have arguments and 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 have it out so i'd like to think that they were able to sort of get through that through the use of uh writing music or just jamming out and uh coming up with something great like a song like hot for teacher pure speculation mind you but to me when i hear this and when i hear all of that that's what that's what it sounds like to me and, and that's why you're here doing this podcast sir that that's the kind of insight we're looking for now this is going to seem quite uh, academic uh, at least on my part for sure but i'm giving this an unqualified <laughs> Oh yeah, this is a full-time was, was that a was that a pun? Oh yes, I, I totally meant to do that. <laughs> Absolutely, very nice. <laughs> no, I, I wish I was that clever. This is one of my favorite Van Halen songs. I can't believe that we, we've had three great Van Halen tracks right off the hop. Like uh, every time we spin the reel, I, I think, oh, is this gonna be something crappy off of OU812 or Balance, or are we getting our first <laughs> Sharoni song? And, and oh. no, we've had three Dave like uh, Stone Cold classics here. Uh, right in a row how can you vote against hot for teacher this song is fantastic i'm giving it an absolute yeah uh how about you sir i said it at the top like how do you not know hot for teach how does anyone not know this song i mean uh even if you didn't know it was hot, uh van halen you know that there's a song out there called hot for teacher and it, like some, there's some kid out there that is like tuning into a, a classic radio station, probably by accident and uh, goes like, what the hell is this song? Oh, hot for teacher. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. They sound like they're having fun and he's going to remember that song for the rest of his life because it's catchy. It's full of hooks. It's just, it's, it's easy. I mean, it's easy to remember. You're going to remember a title called hot for teacher you're going to remember Diamond Dave's howling uh, and, you know, the the rip-roaring solo of Eddie Van Halen. And then in this one, especially, you got uh, him and Alex just both just going ham uh, uh, in unison. Now, I'm going to play a little bit of the video here for you. Unfortunately, this, we're a podcast. The people at home can't see it. But, yeah, <laughs> there, there, there's the, the nerdy kid uh, – getting his hair done up from his mom as, as he heads off to, to school here. He looks like a, like a tiny nutty professor, you know, Jerry, <laughs> the Jerry Lewis version. Yes. The, a little bit of alfalfa, maybe from the little rascals. A little bit. Yeah. Boy, that dates me that I even know that reference. And I only know little rascals from like SNL in the eighties when Eddie Murphy was on and he did uh, buckwheat. You never watched the classic little rascals. Uh, I was never that old. No. Oh, there's diamond <laughs> Dave driving the bus back of the bus. Waldo. Yep. I mean, you know, I would I would catch some little rascals on like some AMC replays or something like that. But, you know, but I also watched the Three Stooges religiously. 
and there's the intro and you see all the all the bad <laughs> kids in the class right suddenly we went from like it, it it was very uh like leave it to beaver type-esque uh 50s style and then now we're clearly <laughs> in the 80s with all, yeah big feathered hair looks. on the girls there yeah and there's our hero waldo <laughs> and of course each band member has uh, their own like little kid see there's little alex <laughs> there's little mike who looks just like mike anthony that's, that's hilarious there's tiny ed tiny eddie little eddie yeah. <laughs> so we're just extending the podcast here by watching the video too but this is such a a, a classic 80s video that it's yeah i can't believe i never went back and watched this yeah Oh yeah, there's the teacher. Yeah. And there's the teacher. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little inappropriate with the uh, yeah. the grade eight boys uh, ogling the uh, girl in the bikini, but yeah. I mean this this is a very much a video of the era. Uh, yes. Of 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 whence it was made. <laughs> Yeah, the videos like this uh, don't fly in today's climate. No. Oh, here we're going to see them dance. Watch uh, Alex in the middle. This part would. This part would. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with Alex trying to dance. Now, he, he's probably drunk out of his gourd here because uh, he had quite the drinking problem here. He's not quite in time. But... So there you go. Maybe, maybe that was <laughs> it. Maybe it's like, well, I could dance, but <laughs> it's like not, not after uh, uh, a whole bottle of Jaeger. <laughs> poor waldo's not having a great day at school there <laughs> i bet this kid that's playing uh like little dave was probably like why what in the hell are you dressing like why am i wearing any of this this is so dumb like that's how dave dresses man like, yep. okay. but then again in the 80s that was probably no biggie it's like oh yeah of course of course he looks like this that's that's cool. everybody dressed that way yep. yeah yeah Oh, look, they, they let Mike Anthony in the video. That was good. And they let him keep that weird mustache. <laughs> like weird pencil-thin kind of creep mustache. Yep. Oh, more dancing. I believe they called this uh, Dave and the Pips uh, when they were recording this. <laughs> oh, you're right, man. And, like, Alex is just... <laughs> Poor guy. Alex, and I, I, I have similar... Yeah, I, I, I dance the same, so I feel bad for the poor guy. Love this tracking shot though of Eddie walking down the the table, uh, doing a solo. That, that that's what I remember from this video more than yeah. anything. Yeah, that and you know why is because th that move right there has been often uh, imitated in various uh, music videos of various different people. Like I can think of about like, three bands offhand right now who have videos where they're doing this. Yeah, and never as good. There's only one Eddie Van Halen. This is true. Oh, now our hero's in jail. <laughs> oh, see, the hourglass represents time. See, there's your line. I don't feel dirty. <laughs> and of course, little, little Dave. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Now we're back in color. It was in black and white the whole time, except for uh, the those dance sequences. But now yeah. we're all in color. Here comes yeah. bus driver Dave in a uh, what looks to be a yellow hot rod. With Hot for Teacher written on it, and the Van Halen it's license the plate. Hot for Teacher Rod, which doesn't sound better. Oh, Alex went on to become Dr. Van Halen, gynecologist, of course. <laughs> I think that's an Animal House reference. 
Michael Anthony is currently a champion sumo wrestler in Tokyo, Japan. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Edward Eddie. Van Halen is temporarily relaxing in a Bellevue mental ward and making progress. Well, good for him. <laughs> Why'd they make Eddie the crazy one? <laughs> no, one no one's really sure what became a Waldo after graduation. <laughs> I, I mean, we can't ever find him. That's, you know, we, our whole culture is based on, you know, where is Waldo? Where is he? And of course, Dave got to uh, host a game show. And that's the video. See that for that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark. Uh, there, we've been through the song and then we heard it again while watching the video. Is there any uh, parting thoughts on uh, Hot for Teacher? Uh, the parting thought is that, I mean, it's just, you already uh, nailed it when you said it's an all-time classic song. It really is. Um, it's one of the songs that it's one of my personal go-tos. If you if you say the name Van Halen, or if you ask me to name some tracks that I think are personal favorites, one of them that absolutely jumps to my brain immediately is "Hot for Teacher" uh, because it's just it's the opening uh, drum fill. It's a uh, Eddie coming in, just it's the riff itself, the main riff. The it's like it's just it's catchy. It's the hook, man. They these guys just knew how to write hooks. I think that's what contributed a lot to their success. Um, what I will say though, uh, and I was going to mention this after I gave my my yay for Hot for Teacher is uh, as you pointed out, we've had now three great uh, Dave era songs. I fear that the wheel is going to give us all the good ones like immediately right right out of the way and the further we go in this show it's going to give us some of the ones we don't want to hear the ones we're, we're not ready to talk about and it's just going to just be like just a downward slope i hope that is not the case but i have a, a very strong fear so i i share that fear because uh the the format of the show which we lifted uh from uh, the fine folks at Pot of Thunder, the uh, recognized symbol of excellence in uh, rock and roll podcasting, uh, they broke down the entire Kiss catalog, and they had a lot of garbage uh, right off the hop. And they were slogging through songs from The Elder and, and some of the worst, like, 80s tracks. They're like, oh, my God, this is terrible. But at least we have the good stuff coming. Uh, you and I are in a different boat. We were going through the good stuff early, uh, <laughs> and we might be stuck uh, with a lot of not-so-great songs uh, near the end of our run here. So... Uh, you, you almost kind of uh, hope for one of those uh, maybe deeper cuts from like uh, Van Halen three uh, that, that maybe aren't so good, just so we can we know we're going to have some good stuff near the end of our run here. Yeah, I just at least at least give us a Sammy song like for the next one, you know, just like let's get some Sammy in there so that we can you know change it up because uh, we we can only uh, bow down and bless the the awesomeness of of the uh the early van halen era so hard before uh we just run out of things to say and or before it becomes just stale um yeah exactly you know but uh, we need some variety and you know van halen's got a lot of variety so i i would be very curious as to to see at what point we get there and then um we might have just shot ourselves in the foot because I think the wheel might just do us a uh, not so solid for next week and just completely go, Oh, you want variety. Okay. And then boom, there it is. The, uh, the later, later years. Yes. The, the wheel can be a fickle mistress, but she gave us a, an absolute classic tonight. I was just reading some, some tidbits on the video. Uh, there was an initial controversy arose when that video uh, 
debuted and it wasn't because of the ladies in the bikinis it was by the band members grabbing their quick uh, crotch grab during the so bad part of the chorus uh, to the point where the NBC late night show Friday night videos which I remember watching as a kid actually put sensor bars over top of the band doing that crotch grab so Wow. <laughs> a different time, maybe, where the, the ladies in the bikinis uh, dancing around for the great eight boys, that's fine. Uh, but but the crotch grabs, we can't have that. But um, uh, this song uh, was named the 36th best hard rock song of all time by VH1. And uh, Chuck Klosterman of Vulture ranked it the sixth best Van Halen, Van Halen song of all time. The sixth uh, so, best, so, wow. Yeah, sixth best. So uh, judging by those rankings, uh, we knocked off uh, you know what? Maybe what, I would have to say "Hot for Teacher" might be in my top ten all-time Van Halen songs. What about? Oh, you? absolutely! Yeah, it's it might like I said, it's one of my go-to's that I think about. It might be in my top five. Uh, I've never done that actually. I've never put down a list of my uh, my my top ten or what have you of Van Halen tracks. That would be difficult. Uh, I could probably make a better or an easier list uh, once we go through all the tracks as we're doing on the show. So when the, when the show is over, maybe that's, maybe that's something we do. Maybe that's uh, something we, we, we reflect on the episodes and then we make our, uh, make a top 10 list. Um, I, I like that idea. That's a good idea. I got to say out of the three we've done, uh, this is my favorite of the three. Oh yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and that's no disrespect to running with the devil whatsoever, because that's, okay. you know, clearly one, a classic, but again, for me personally, and obviously for you too, it's uh, it's 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 not the one that I straight up go to when I think of uh, Van Halen, but but this one definitely is one. So, oh uh, yeah, let uh, that that'll about do it, man. That's the show. We got we got a a third one in the bag. We are rocking and rolling, so to speak. And uh, tell the good people where they can find you on the socials. Well, they they can find the show uh, at. Uh... Uh, podcast will rock on twitter uh you can find us on spotify on anchor and uh, now i believe we're finally approved for apple Podcasts. so uh we're slowly but surely getting out there we're on google Podcasts as well uh so all sorts of ways to catch the show and you can find me personally uh, at cd morset uh go ahead drop us a tweet uh, give us your thoughts we're certainly not van halen experts uh if you know more about these tracks and you want to impart some knowledge on us by all means this is just our opinion and we'd love to hear yours as well uh mark where can they uh find you you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark the Bat. Uh, yeah, I'll be. Uh, I'm. I'm around. I know. I've got some people in my world that definitely want to be uh, part of the show. They'll have some things to say. Once I told them the format, though, I said, "Well, you can't choose the song." So we like we spin the wheel. So that might be <laughs> difficult. But there's still there's still some enthusiastic folks. So uh, before long, we'll have uh, guests with us. We'll have uh, more thoughts more interpretations and i can't wait for that and i can't wait to see what the wheel has in store for us next week it is all the spin of the wheel and with that i'm going to bid you all a good day a good night this is and the podcast will rock and on behalf of Corey and myself we will rock you later <laughs>